This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. The larger field that could be possible given his age and other defects, but they don't think that you are the right person to be on the ticket. Why do you think that? I love that. Another defects. She said that's uh, ABC's Andrea Mitchell. She's talking to the vice president, Kamala Harris. She's talking about your dismal uh, approval ratings. His ratings are bad. Your ratings are worse. You have a lot of people in your own party that are saying like, hey, she asked this to her face. How did she answer the question? We're going to get to that. But first, want to let you know, Joe Biden apparently surprised trip to Ukraine. We're going to get to some reaction. We have some already a little bit of reaction this morning. Representative Carlos Jimenez from Florida. A lot of people think that we're just handing over cash. We're not. We're actually we're handing over uh, weapon stockpiles that we have here in the United States uh, to help them in their effort against uh, uh, Russia. And I'm thinking a bigger picture here. So you've got Joe in Ukraine, which puts him. He's been to Ukraine. As many times as he's been to our southern border, but it's okay because you, uh, Kamala, who's in charge of the border, she goes all the time. She's got that. She's got that wrapped up. But I'm 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 wondering like this 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 nexus of events. You've got the, the Chinese spy balloon, China as a whole. Then you've got Ukraine and Russia. And we feel like you just everybody's just kind of, you know, when you were a little kid, Brian, and you'd see a beehive hanging in a tree. And what did we do as kids, man? We would take a, the biggest limb we could find, and you'd go and you, you, you'd poke it, but just en- enough so that if you had to, you could still bolt and run and not worry about getting stung. That explains a lot, actually, that you did that as a kid. People did that quite a bit, yeah. And uh, you had to be you, careful. When, you had to be very careful. Natural oh. selection. When you, when you is charged. When you grow up a poor kid, you have very few venues for entertainment. And one way to entertain yourself is to poke a beehive with a big old stick. But I feel like it's what all these these countries are doing. They're poking uh, uh, Joe and the bees ain't doing nothing. They're just hanging out in the hive. And so they keep poking and then they poke more and they they poke more because we're not doing anything we aren't doing anything and they watch that spy balloon just float on over all of our important stuff and we just watched it uh like kids at a birthday party or something um all right but i I do think you know so it's been one year ago today when russia invaded ukraine um and i do think reflecting back a little bit on that is important um interestingly uh you know they were looking back at what biden was prepared to do on today a year ago and they said biden Biden's aides had actually drafted what the president would say should Ukraine's capital fall quickly. And that's really what folks had thought was going, you know, was going to happen. And we heard from others, you know, it's going to be a three week thing and it's going to be done. Um, a lot of people said that. So the fact that this thing has gone on for a year is crazy. And then also, I mean, initially, you remember the U.S. said we're never going to give them tanks. We're not going to give them th- this type of weaponry. We're not going to do this. And we basically walked back on all of that. We're, we're providing more support, I think, than anybody ever thought we had, anticip- you know, had anticipated. $30 and billion. Dollars. Exactly. And now, now we are getting this intelligence that China is potentially going to help Russia. And, I mean, it's putting people on edge, I think, rightfully so. Uh, Biden's over there now. Um, and, and meanwhile, while all this is going on, while tension is so high, apparently we have a congressional delegation. Speaking of poking the beehive, we've got a congressional delegation in Taiwan hanging out. And, uh, and Ro Khanna from California says, 
our efforts to be here are in no way provocative of China. We're not trying to, you know, provoke them, but we're just con- being consistent with our foreign policy that, you know, we recognize the importance of Taiwan. You know, maybe not the best timing. I don't know. It just, you know, I don't want to I don't want to live in fear of China, right? I think we should show strength, but given who our current leader is and given yeah. the current situation, it, it's making me feel awfully uneasy. And with little kids at home, by the way. And and again, I'll go back to this is not we're not just picking on the guy because Joe's a Democrat. We're, we're, we're calling him out because he is an incredibly poor leader uh, and Kamala. Not much better. I love the question from ABC's Andrea Mitchell saying uh, Joe's ratings suck. Yours uh, are even worse. How do you respond to this? I think that it is very important to focus on the needs of the American people and not political chatter out of Washington, D.C. Let's ban gas stoves. <laughs> and she used the word defects? Uh, com- uh, yeah, the uh, Andrea Mitchells. Matter of fact, this might be worth playing uh, again just to make sure I got it right. This is Andrea Mitchell chatting with Vice President Kamala Harris. He said he's the strongest candidate, you know, considering the larger field that could be possible given his age and other defects. But his age and other. I want to make sure. Let me play yeah, a little, that's one, it. one more time. Marsh. The larger field that could be possible given his age and other defects. But. That's a rough word to use. I mean, you think in an interview they ask you, like, what are your biggest weaknesses? And, like, when you use the word weakness, it's something that, like, maybe you could overcome. Like, I have this weakness, but I can work, to, you know, toward riding the weakness. A defect is just, like, a, an, an inherent flaw. You're screwed. <laughs> it's deeper than, yeah, it's a defect. It's like, what you got on you that you can't fix? Yeah, Cause, exactly. Because I love the job interview question. What would you say one of your biggest weaknesses is? Mine, I have a tendency to procrastinate, but I work well under pressure. There you go. But if somebody says, what's your biggest defect? I'm a selfish brick. <laughs> and I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> but, John, did I hear that right? Is she saying the word defect? Sounds like defect. Yeah, the um, Tucker Carlson the other night kind of profiled some of that very interview, and he did not pick up on that. At least I didn't see it in that segment. Picked up on a couple of other things. But, yes, she did say that. I believe she's trying to, certainly can't speak for Andrea Mitchell, but I believe she's trying to say vulnerabilities. Probably not the best word. But one thing the vice president said in that interview that I thought was, was very telling is she said that uh, th- that the balloon incident did not help. That was her her words. I thought that was an interesting interesting way to uh, to put it. Um, she did not appear very clearly. Did not appear uh, pleased with a couple of those questions. Uh, but again, it was overall pretty good interview, and uh, it's important to, re- to listen to the whole thing or as much as you can, but yes, I do believe that is what she said. Meanwhile, prices for things like gas remain stubbornly high, and eggs, and I don't even know what the housing market is doing. I've given up on the idea of buying a car, no kidding. Uh, prior to the government uh, pandemic that started in 2020, was looking at vehicles, and it takes me, I talk about procrastinating, it takes me forever, forever. I mean, like... Well. Procrastination and commitment issues if combined. I can, yeah, if I, I can delegate that, I choose to delegate that because it's just it's uncomfortable. Same is a cell phone thing too. Like it takes me forever to get a new. You're on your old cell phone because it's just like the pain of having to uh, set up a new one and learn something new. It's like it's worse for a car. It's taken me almost seven years to get a new cell phone. I can't believe that phone even works. <laughs> yeah, it looks, hey, looks good. Samsung. Actually. 
looks good and you, you take care of it. The other thing about housing, <laughs> housing pr- prices. Uh, we had a person at the Columbia City Council about a month ago. You played the soundbite, made $42,000 a year, can't afford a house. Just got the latest numbers from the Board of Realtors. And the average price of a home in Columbian Boone County is up more than $100,000 in the past five years. Now, obviously, that precedes. It goes back to, uh, you know, five years from now. So, obviously, goes back well past President Biden. But that's a significant jump for people that are making, let's say, $42,000 a year. It's about 320000 by the way, the average average cost of a house. So That's, that's going to be a hard payment to make. Yeah, when Kamala talks about, well, we, what do the American people want? We want this. We just want we want more money. I always enjoy the the polling when it says right direction, wrong track. I always believe, and to this day, still believe. Whenever that poll question, oh, I think we're on the wrong track. I think that speaks more to the mood uh, in effect of America. Here's a way maybe you can save some money: egg substitutes. Here's where we are this morning. Balloons and eggs are the big talking points. And Joe Biden's in Ukraine speaking of eggs. By the way, former President Jimmy Carter is apparently in uh, in hospice. He's 90-something years old. 98 years old. Uh, so what do you use if eggs are just to the point? And I have no idea, no, no concept of what eggs cost. I think I remember 99 cents for a 12-pack. I mean, for a dozen. For for a dozen eggs. <laughs> Did you just call it a twelve pack of eggs? Well, isn't that Yikes. what it is? It's a Thank pack of six pack eggs. I paid as much as six dollars a dozen. I know that, which is ridiculous. It's a lot of money for an egg. But there are there are some things that just cannot be substituted, and having had weird dietary restrictions, folks have gotten really good at gluten free. I will say the cauliflower is not my favorite, but other gluten free products, it gets. To be like crust-like and bread-like, and there, there are like I've had a cupcake that's gluten-free that actually is not terrible. Uh, cheese, like fake cheese, is it, it just it looks like cheese, but it like it doesn't melt. What an endorsement for gluten-free products! It wasn't terrible. I mean, you know, it's not it's not a perfect substitute, but I feel like eggs are one of those things that like yeah. an egg is an egg, and like you can. Those I mean, fake ones are awful. Yeah. Uh, there's other substitutes you could use, like there's tofu. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, this is not from the uh, from the Wisconsin Egg Producers uh, Association, but they say uh, tofu. Uh, and here's the directions for cooking tofu, which tells me a lot right there. You just put it in the pan and just uh, cook it until it's hot. You know, I think, John... Give it to the dog. Yeah, exactly. John, I think if, you know, some folks showed up and, you know, at Oscar's Diner and, and instead of eggs, everyone got tofu that morning, I think there would be a revolt. Wouldn't you think? Probably. Oh. Flax meal is a great egg. <laughs> <laughs> Flax meal? This no. is worse than the toilet paper substitutes from the uh, beginning of the pandemic. I will say I did, when I had to substitute eggs, you use like gelatin. You can like kind of that collagen powder or like gelatin, like beef fat, because it, it kind of got the egg white consistency. Because when you're baking, the consistency uh, matters. But again, if you just want scrambled eggs, I don't think tofu or flax meal is going to get it. By the way, I did not. I should not have uh, dissed uh, tofu like that. What? Uh, I should not have dissed tofu like that because tofu it is a curdled block of soy milk. My bad. Incredibly appetizing. Yeah. Right. The soybean farmers are upset with you this morning. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 
we're going to Florida, and it's not actually for a, like, stupid criminal this time. Florida man. Even though those are really fun and probably my favorite type of story to do for What's Out with Hannah, this time we're talking about legislation, proposed legislation regarding animals. And Stephanie might be in favor of this bill. All right. Um, but so among other things, it's looking to ban dogs from yes. sticking their heads out the window of cars. What? It's unsafe. But th- that's like a dog's favorite thing to do is stick its head out the window, have its tongue flapping in the breeze. And who gets more joy out of that? The dog or you as a passenger in traffic seeing the joy of a dog with his tongue flapping against the car because you got his head hanging out the window as he cruises down Missouri Boulevard. What are they saying is like the purpose of this legislation? They're just calling it unsafe for the dog. Oh, Other parts of the bill. Um, so it deals specifically with the transportation of dogs in cars. So they want to ban a dog being on your lap while you're trying to drive, which I can see that that's kind of unsafe and they want to ban dogs being transported on the hood or roof of a car which is common sense and then there's sticking their head no they don't want any part of the dog to hang out the window you say common sense and this made me think of so when i i worked in the state legislature for a bit and i had my job you know as a as a young intern i would they would people would write in letters like pete Buttigieg to norfolk southern they would write snail mail letters and then um my boss would kind of uh dictate uh like the responses and then i would type them back up and we would get them sent out um and one of them uh it was hey we shouldn't have dogs riding in the back of the trucks because it is uh you know so dangerous and his response was uh basically you can't legislate common sense and i think that's what hannah just said and i I will always remember that because you know that individual liberty like you got sometimes you just got to let people be people and, you know, we don't need a law for everything. And I think that's that's a good approach. And I think Florida should get more people like folks in Missouri. I can't imagine someone in Missouri putting something like this yeah. forward. Well, Florida being a largely red state legislative body. Also on the bill, they're trying to prohibit declawing your cats and prohibit selling rabbits before Easter. Are we sure this isn't like a PETA-sponsored bill? And let's quit selling turkeys before Thanksgiving while we're at it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it makes my day when I see a big old puppy dog hanging out the window, having the time of his life. I would be fine with that as long as we prohibit people from sticking their feet out the window. That's what I don't. Brandon strikes me as the type of guy who would do that. (laughs) There is a great joy in life. Sometimes when you're driving, when you've had a day, and it's like either things have gone really, really well, or maybe you're having a really bad day to drive and put your head out the window for a minute. I'm cool with it. It freaks everybody else out on the highway. <laughs> but it, there's some there's something about that. You know, just that that freeing uh, feeling. I'll oh. stick like a hand out the window. I don't know if I've ever stuck my head out the window. Oh, yeah. You drive and let it flow through your hair. and. <laughs> so, okay, don't take this the wrong way. But how do you stick your head out the window and drive at the same time? Because you're kind of short. So, like, how do you... How do you logistically make that work? As soon as the Gary Nolan show comes on at 9 (laughs) o'clock, 
I'll put you in my 1994 no, Ford Taurus station wagon with the wood paneling on the side. It just—it doesn't sound safe. Ask Drew how that went for him one time, hanging his head off the side of a wagon. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, the, the, can I keep playing this exchange? I find it so crazy. Are we doing this again? Really? Are you poking the beehive again? Yes. Depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. Uh, what I love is the crap he gets from his co-host. That's, of course, Don Lemon, CNN. He's referring to the comments that Nikki Haley made when she announced she was running for presidency, and she had some, she had a, uh, well-crafted. Uh, whoever her speechwriter is, maybe it's her. But whoever that speechwriter is, definitely in their prime because the words they crafted for her speech about America hasn't passed us by, it's politicians have. I thought that, that was incredible. Uh, Don Haley goes on, or Don Lemon goes on to the TV the next day and talks about being in her prime. I Googled women are in their prime in their 20s, 30s, 40s. And I love it because both of us co-anchors on the set are like... Uh, Explain yourself, please. And I think one of the co-anchors like walked off the set after this whole thing, and then I think other employees have complained. And of course, he's been accused of like screaming at people on his staff before. I mean, it's just not been—he's not in a good spot. Smug he strikes me as smug, like uh, Department of Homeland uh, Security's Alejandro Mayorkas, like some local folks uh, that I just smug. Again, I go back to I envision people that get into their uh, Toyota Prius and then they fart and they roll up the windows and I go mmm, that's the kind of person. Uh, <laughs> Lemony. Oh. Yikes. Guess who's not on air this morning? Uh-oh, really? Don Lemon. No way. Uh, so apparently and th- this happens all the time whenever somebody on the TV says something and then they take the following. Well, it was pre-planned. It was a planned day off is what CNN said. How long, how long before his formal apology? I don't know. And should he apologize? I mean, he was reading off the internet. He, he was said, not. Google, Google. See, I googled it. He first said she wasn't in her prime, and then like that's what Google said. Uh, I don't know that he needs to apologize, but like again, Hannah pointed out, like his ratings are bad. He's been moved yeah. around. He's just not very good and not thoughtful. Um, and you know, we kind of talked about. I mean, the women were right to bring up, like, for what purpose are we in our prime? And you know. Do we want, I mean, I don't want a 31-year-old running for president, right? Like, you know, and so she's, Nikki Haley's 51. Like, for most people, I would say that is probably the prime of your career, which is what we want. (laughs) Not like your looks prime or your childbearing prime or your anything else. I was going to say, I don't feel like I'm in my prime. (laughs) I feel like I'm just hitting my stride. And I'm, I'm, I mean, by 50, I feel like I, I will still be with it and ready to do whatever I want. You hear that, John? She's taking a dig at your age. I know she didn't say it. But that's what I that's what I heard. Uh, and that's the thing with, with young people. It's like whenever people talk about, well, we don't want this person doing that. Well, how come? It's because of their age. It's not, it's not because I know people get offended. It's not your age. It is your lack of experience. And that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. So we're not faulting you when somebody says, well, you're too young or you're young. You might be the hardest worker there is. We're not faulting you because you've only been here for X number of years. We're just saying we need experience for this. Yeah. And, but maybe not maybe not 
too much experience. <laughs> I had a lot of experience. I was there whenever we planted the flag on the hill. The age thing is difficult because not every 20-year-old is the same. Just like not every 70-year-old is the same cognitively, right? Or experience-wise or whatever. So the age thing is hard. Uh, has anybody seen, while we're on the topic of uh, TV, has anybody seen on Fox Gutfeld at Night, I think is what yeah. it's called? I've never seen it. I've uh, I've seen an occasional clip or two. The reason I bring that up is I think that show is really, really important. If you're not familiar, it's kind of like a, a late night comedy show like uh, like Fallon and Kimmel and Cole Barracks. But the difference is it's funny and it's got it's got an intelligent slant on like what we see on a lot of the uh, nighttime uh, television. But it's it, he has beaten Cole, he's beaten those other late night talk show hosts. Now he does have a half hour earlier start time. He's on cable TV. He's in far fewer homes than somebody like a Fallon or a Kimmel. And the guy is just tearing it up. I was quite impressed that Fox in the Super Bowl they had air uh, at aired ads for Gutfield that night for his TV show. Uh, it can Has anybody seen it? 874-939, you've seen it? I've seen clips of it, and some of folks that I know, because he kind of does some panels where he gets you know a lot of folks together, and a lot of people that I follow have been on the show, so then I've seen clips from that. Yeah, but yeah I've, I've seen it. Is it entertaining? I mean, is it funny? Yeah, well, is he, it- brings on, he, he brings on, I can't remember the guy's name, one of the former WWE guys is a regular, comes on, he gets all wound up. Well, I hope it continues to do well. If you've seen it, would love to hear about it. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. There's a neat article in the uh, in the News Tribune, written by Joe Gam. Uh, headline: Show Me State has begun to make plans for its aging population. It's a concern for the state, which is already short of providing the ideal volume of services seniors require. Uh, in just a little more than a decade, seniors will make up a quarter of Missouri's population. And this is something I always, I, I enjoy talking about this because when, as a matter of fact, Stephanie, but I'm not saying this is the Cole County pachyderm, but like when I go to pachyderm meetings, a lot of times at the age of 52, I'm the youngest person there. And I think that this is a problem when I think about the bench, if you will. What are we going to do for a newer generation? The meetings are at lunch. Kids are in school. Like, who do you think's coming to your meeting on Friday at lunchtime? By the way, Stephanie and I are going to be at a Cole County Pachyderm event tonight. People my age are at work, right? You got a bunch of retirees. You get to go because you have a cool radio thing, and you can go to lunches. But a lot of people can do that. Anyway, yes, we're going to, and it's not a Pachyderm thing. It is the Central Committee, I think, hosts the um, Lincoln Day in Cole County at Capitol Plaza tonight. Uh, there, uh, I understand, I believe the attorney general is going to be there. Um, and so we expect several of their statewide officials usually are there since everyone's in Jefferson city, uh, always really well attended. They raise a little bit of money, get to see a whole lot of fun people and, uh, just celebrate, uh, being Republican. And I think that there are tickets still available at the door, I think. I believe that's the case. So I think the social hour starts at five, uh, and the dinner is at six. So very exciting. When we talk about things like getting involved and stuff, you don't have to go and knock door to door on behalf of candidates and stuff. But one of the things that I find with these Republican committee meetings and the pachyderm meetings, regardless of where you live, is you get to go and you're getting to meet with other people that probably share a lot of your same uh, ideas and thoughts on things. And a lot of times there's local decision makers that are there. They're always, I think, really good events. According to the website, tickets at the door are $55. Again, starts at five. And so. I want to go back to something you said earlier, Steph. Um, 
you were talking about, I can't remember what we were talking about, but you said um, you have dietary restrictions? I didn't know this about you. <laughs> um, I should have dietary restrictions. Oh. I choose not to follow them. No, I Good think for you. as women get past their prime, as you get older, uh, you got to be more careful about. So I, I, I should avoid all dairy and I try <laughs> to avoid most gluten, but I, I love cheese. I mean... It's, it's, I can't avoid it, but I have done like 60 or 90 days where you do no gluten, no cheese, no, uh, what is the other thing? Nightshades. No joy. Yeah, for sure. So I moderate now really, but yes, I, I, I am somewhat mindful of what I eat. Shout out to Tara. She just sent us a text at 874-9390 and Don Lemon actually did issue an apology on his Twitter account. He said, the reference I made to a woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant, as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out, and I regret it. A woman's age doesn't define her either personality or personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. And that was on the 16th that he tweeted that out. So it was right after he got called out for it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Didn't the Cuomo, didn't Cuomo take like a vacation, a pre-planned vacation right after some of his issues? And he's still on vacation. <laughs> yeah, right? no he's been, uh, he's been just two days like Don. He was absolutely uh, gone. Welcome to the show. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I'm Brandon Rather, Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, producer Hannah is uh, is here in some text. I love this. Uh, really cool. We do What's Hot with Hannah every morning, 725-ish. And this one was... I thought it was kind of, I smile at the thought, but then the idea that somebody wants to enact laws to stop it from happening is is a, a lot of overreach. There is a proposed bill in Florida, and it's looking at animal welfare and animal rights. And one of the parts of the bill is they want to prohibit puppy dogs from sticking their cute little heads out of the windows of cars. And I think that's sad. It just seems... A little much, especially for uh, Florida. But then we take the story of our friend Stephanie Bell, who had, I can't remember it was, what it was, dog, or but somebody had their head outside of a wagon. and It, right, it was right. my son, Drew. Oh, kid. We, we were walking down West Main, right there uh, by maybe Ware Street, right? A little, between the Capitol and Memorial Park. And the sidewalk's pretty narrow. There's a lot of telephone poles. Man, one of those little covered wagons. We're in the front pulling and, you know, kids are, Drew's flailing. And we're like, keep your hands and everything inside the wagon. We told him, told him again. We were walking, and he's hanging out. And all of a sudden, whap. And he, his head hit the telephone pole. Like, <laughs> literally a minute later, our minister and his wife drive by. And they kind of pull over, and they say, hey, what's going on? And Drew is just wailing. And they're wondering, like, why we're not really consoling him that much. <laughs> like, we're rude. And, I, and they still tell this story, you know, seven years later. They think it's hilarious. And, uh, you know, I said, we told him. <laughs> this is what happens. But you know what? He's not going to do it again. So all good. I do. Uh, I got a text from some kids who are listening, our mom with kids listening. And they said, their kids think putting a dog on the roof is just plain stupid. They're in favor of this bill because people are idiots. Uh, but they do want to make it very clear that they love seeing dogs hanging out the window. It's like it makes my day, right? As a matter of fact, one of our listeners even sent us a picture of uh, of uh, his dog. And especially like in the dog, it's almost like if dogs could talk, like you can hear, speed up, speed up. <laughs> when you get to going really fast and the ears are going south and you're headed this way and everything gets to flap. Do you get a ticket then in Florida if you got your dog hanging out the window? Is that what's going to happen? 
need a fine? Not you pull sure. people over? Not they sure. They pull you over for excessive dog spit <laughs> down the side of the car. Coming that up. was an old Super Bowl commercial, wasn't it? Like a Great Dane or something. I think it was. Drooling all over the cars behind him. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Oh, no. All right, Joe, enough of that. You've already been. He said that over the weekend when I got involved in civil rights, he has been widely debunked. In fact, checked on that claim. Uh, the best that we could find, PolitiFacts is... He may have, you know, if there was something by his house, maybe one time he got out and held up a sign for a couple of minutes. Not really getting involved in the civil rights, but that's the guy who's in charge of things. Made a surprise visit to Ukraine uh, this morning. Fox News is going to have more on that coming up here at 8 o'clock on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Vlad Sajin, who is a local guy from Ukraine, he came on the show a couple of months ago. Uh, but he's from Ukraine, he told a very compelling story. This guy coming and shared with us what it's like, like every day uh, he lives here and he's got family in Ukraine and what they deal with on a daily basis. He's going to be joining us a little bit after eight o'clock because I wonder what their take, what his take is, what his reaction is. I'll never forget. We had another young lady uh, who is from Fulton and all of us, I can't, I can't remember her name, but she was. She lived in Fulton, and she was from Ukraine, and she came out and hung out with us one day, and she got very emotional when she talked about her point of view on things, and she she got, you know, she started to get teary-eyed when she said, you know, I know gas prices and wheat prices and all this, but, you know, these are my people, and that's my family uh, over there. Yeah, uh, I get it. So, reaction from somebody who lives in Ukraine is here right now going to school. Vlad's going to be joining us a little bit after 8 o'clock on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Of course, always trying to find ways for you to make some money. Short of going, because even if you get, uh, if you got a raise, it doesn't make any difference with what's happened since Joe became president in January of 2020. A nurse has found an interesting side hustle. I don't know why every time I Is think... Is it OnlyFans? That's what I was going to say. I was nervous. She's super pretty. Uh, Have you when, seen her picture? When I think of side hustle, I don't know why that's the first place... Because that's where a lot of people are making their money, yeah, unfortunately. They are making a lot of money doing that on OnlyFans. Uh, but she's a, a, a nurse, and uh, yeah, she's hot. You're right, Steph. <laughs> I don't think that's what Stephanie said. I she is hot. Her name's Stephanie well, too. Okay. Somebody asked me if Christy Nome gets into the uh, presidential <laughs> race. Who are you gonna vote for, Nome or Haley? Depends uh, on how many more thirst traps she posts on uh, her sheesh. Instagram page, right? Importantly, here she's not only beautiful, but she has an entrepreneurial spirit and is smart, and that's how she's making her money. I think Nome is hotter than uh, than Nikki Haley. What do you think? <laughs> I'll, I'll be sitting on the couch tomorrow with Don Lemon at right. home. Too. I'm gonna say, what's, the real question is, which of them is in their prime? Oh. Are they the same age? Who's older? Y'all better start drafting your apology tweets. I so, better see those tomorrow. How how can we make money? We do what this nurse did. This is kind of interesting. I've actually thought about doing something like this. Um, not that I don't have enough jobs already, but uh, this gal during COVID uh, was studying for nursing school and studying for her boards and she um, had created these study sheets and her uh, nursing school friends started to ask her for them. So she basically 
decided to put them on Etsy and started selling them to other people. Um, and she's gotten very popular on TikTok, which is where a lot of these Etsy people get popular. And I guess if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Etsy, it's kind of like an eBay or an Amazon, but for basically homemade products. You can buy shirts and cups and coasters and homemade cross-stitch things and anyway, and also lots of online products, so um, birthday cards and other things. So she's selling these basically study sheets, and she's made, what, million bucks, two million bucks? And it was something she just stumbled onto. So maybe you'll stumble on a way to uh, to make more money. I just thought it was interesting. You know, you look around you, what can I do? If you're in that mindset, like, what can I do to make more money? What can I do to help my family? What can I do to pay for eggs and gasoline? Yeah, I. so I recently have been sharing a, a sheet with my friends because I've been, I, I came up with, like, the ultimate family packing list because we have to pack a lot of stuff. And then, like, what to pack if you're going to the beach? What to pack if you're going skiing? What to pack if you're staying at an Airbnb? Because that is a whole nother can of worms um and so i've recently like been sharing it with my close friends like hey if you need 